Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to this very special um, bonus episode of Clown Car. I'm here with uh, someone new, uh, my friend Jeremy Carl. Um, Jeremy, can you just introduce yourself to the audience for people who don't know you? Sure. I'm a senior fellow at the Claremont Institute, uh, spent a long time before that at the Hoover Institution, and uh, was a little while in the Trump administration as well as a presidential appointee. Uh, so I've kind of done politics from both the theoretical and practical end. Yeah. And, you know, we've been friends for a while. Um, I, uh, I I just was talking to you about the Romney uh, biography, uh, Romney, A Reckoning by McKay Coppins, um, which I reviewed uh, on the Substack uh, a while ago. And I just thought it would be, you know, I thought it would be interesting for us to to talk about it. And so one thing you said to me um, about this book was you think Romney doesn't understand politics. So I asked you what you mean, what you meant by that. So just go ahead, go, go right. Let's get right into it. Yeah, I, I think he's just an unserious person. And I know, obviously, you're a fan of his. And, and I should kind of preface because I'm going to just say nothing but bad things about Romney on this podcast. But um, uh, so let me just say a few good things first. I mean, I think his personally, he seems like a wonderful person. I think he's a family man. I think his religious values are sincere. I think he's a, a capable person as as far as just being able to do basic things. Uh, I think I'm sure he's a pillar of his community, et cetera, et cetera. Um, okay. So that all having been said, he's just totally unserious about politics to me. He's a mm-hmm. moralizer. He has no concept of the political in a Schmidtian sense, no sense of friend and enemy. Uh, he's weak. Um, I mean, he's really pathetically weak. And this is where I kind of, uh, kind of am very sympathetic, even though I'm not a Baptist, I'm, I'm criti- uh, sympathetic to Bap's criticism of Romney as, uh, sort of saying, you know, imagine somebody who really like was like Mitt Romney looked. And and I think that's right. I mean, he looks, you know, like this wonderful sort of alpha male politician. But what his consistent career has been has been um, attempting to please and suck up to the left that hates him. And uh, he has no sympathy for the right. And honestly, uh, and I'm done before I'll, I'll just say this last bit and then turn it over to you for uh, some thoughts or comments. The nicest maybe thing I could say about him politically is he's not really a Republican at all. He's not a conservative. I mean, there are even a lot of times in the book where he says it just sort of throws out, oh, none of my five kids are Republicans anymore. You know, was he going to run as a Democrat in Utah or Republican in Massachusetts? So. At one level, other than briefly during the campaign, he didn't even pretend to be conservative at all. But it's just distasteful that he didn't really have the courage of his convictions to even run that way. So that's my uh, that's my overall harsh take on Romney. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot there, sort of what you mean by, you know, we could get into like what it means to be weak as a politician or whatever. But I, I, I you know, I'll dispute the last thing you said, which is um, that he's not a – uh, conservative. When he says my kids are not Republicans, I, I remember that line. It's in the context of like because Trump is so crazy um, and wants to overthrow elections. Not that they're all like marching with BLM and are like these you know left wing lunatics, right? Um, and so like he does like he does believe in markets. Like he does believe in like a small government. He does believe like yeah. a role of religion and you know pluralism. So he's 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 conservative, you know, and like and he's a right liberal. Out, I mean, he's a right liberal. I'll give you that, but he's not a conservative. Okay, well, he's he's a. Cons- I mean, he's in the conserv- Is he conservative in the Ronald Reagan sense? I don't know. I don't even think so because I don't know that. I mean, Reagan. One of the great things about Reagan, and I think 
we, we could go on and on. I, I think Ray, so I worked for a decade for the Ray, Reagan's right secretary of state, George Schultz. So I, I maybe have a little bit more of a positive view of Reagan than some of the new right folks. Um, but I think Reagan, one of the great refreshing things about him is that he called out the left in ways that got him called all sorts of outrageous things. Um, and you can look down at certain policy positions he had as governor of California and say, well, maybe that's not so conservative in the current context. But he was not a guy who was afraid to call out his enemies, to call the Soviet Union an evil empire. And what we yeah. just see with Romney again and again is his failure. I see you smiling here, Richard, which makes me think you're going to have a clever rejoinder. Uh, well, I mean, no, when you compare the uh, Reagan calling out the Soviet Union to Romney not talking about enemies, I, I know you don't mean the CCP. I know you mean like Black Lives Matter. Or right, right. But I guess, no, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and that to me is just, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. You even see it in small things like that he wouldn't, just in 2024, he made the sensible and correct statement for any never Trumper. And you saw this. He goes into detail about how he did the same thing in 2016, saying, hey, a lot of these people who are not going to win need to get out of the race uh, because we need to concentrate and have one guy against Trump. But he won't actually go say, you know, you, you and you, you need to get out. If you look at what he did with Cruz and Rubio, he claimed to be some big never Trump guy. But at the end of the day, it was really clear. And people like me were writing about this at the time. There was one alternative to Trump, and that was Cruz. And, mm. you know, whether you liked Cruz or you hated Cruz or whatever, it was just really clear from the math. But Romney would not get behind Cruz, even though he claimed to loathe Trump and found him dangerous because it was just too icky or he was going to have to push people to the side. You know, he wouldn't he wouldn't have the courage of his convictions publicly. So. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, you know, the courage of your conviction. So, you know, everything's a sliding scale. So you could say, OK, he was the one Republican who really, you know, who stood up to Trump during, say, the impeachment, whether you, whether you think he should have been convicted right. or not. Right. He was the one guy. But then, you know, you could say, well, he and he seems to have done more behind the scenes to try to broker something um, between yeah. Cruz and Rubio than anyone else. And you can nitpick and say, OK, he didn't endorse Cruz and say uh, it has to be Cruz instead of Rubio. But yeah. I mean, I think he didn't in the like gra- Rubio, he didn't like Cruz, so that's why he didn't do it. I mean, that's fine. He can, I mean, he can have a preference, but you know, he's he's you know, I, I don't think like he, like just to say he kisses up to the left, right? I don't think that's right. He could have voted against Amy Coney Barrett. That like there was that was part of the book, right? That they that, that they was, really that wanted. was one possible exception. But where, it's not you know, I, but I think exception. it's just you know he, he liked her at the end of the day. You know, he also voted for KBJ, so. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He did do that. Um, maybe he just likes to vote for. Yeah, he just likes to vote for judges. That's that's right. Yeah, there was. Yeah, he's already voted that, against her on the appeals court. Right. So um, I just yeah. the, the, the thing that I come to mind when I, I think of Romney in this context is there was a, a Soviet dissident and um, he was kind of asked at one point he was sort of cowering. He, he eventually made it to the U.S. and he eventually decided to go against the left on something important here. And he sort of said, look. People were. It took a lot of out of him psychically, and uh, people sort of asked him, "Well, why was this so hard? You know, you were fighting fearlessly against the communist uh, dictators, and now you're sort of very nervous." And he said, "Well, look, you know, everybody I respected when I was in the Soviet Union was sort of of my view, and now when I'm sort of going up against the New York Review of Books, it's like everybody I respect. That's how Romney is." Romney, the people he respects are all on the left. That's the people whose approval he really wants. So going up against Trump, 
doesn't really take any courage because all he's doing is getting hit by people who he doesn't really like or respect anyway, which is icky yeah. conservatives. You know, so that's that's why yeah. I'm like, eh, not really that much in the way of bravery to me. Yeah, well, okay, that's one. That's one interesting way to uh, sort of classify right, to, to, to finish the bravery. So I mean, it's an interesting. It's a, I'm not being sarcastic. I think it actually is an interesting definition and one worth pondering. Um, I don't think that they're just on the left, though. I mean, he has an anti-populist streak. I think he cares about American business, ex- Republican business executives. Sure, right? I think absolutely. He cares about elder states, people like George Schultz or whatever. Absolutely. I think he cares about elder statesmen. The only people he doesn't respect, and this is sort of like the thing I love about him, right? He doesn't like people who are like low class and stupid. Like often yeah, yeah. it's just that. It's not yeah. that they're, you know, it's, it's, he doesn't, you know, it's, it's, I'm just struck by how, like how it's, um, it's aesthetic, but it's also reality. Like I think he believes in like, like you shouldn't try to overturn ele- uh, election results. You shouldn't talk about banning the press, this and that. Like, I think that's, yeah. The thing, but then there's also this class thing where like people should you know have this comportment where they behave themselves you know in public, right? Right. Um, and there's you know there's something I think honorable and conservative about this, right? I, I don't think it's like we just you know I, I don't know I, like the reawaken America. <laughs> he'll never see sort of the black lives matter riots or Obama doing things with Jeremiah Wright as violating that comportment in his mind. It just, he, he doesn't even see it. I agree with you that that is his aesthetic yeah. instinct and that that's yeah. arguably an admiral instinct, admirable instinct, but he only sees it in going in one direction. And that's my problem with him. And I also think I don't, um, I, I'm certainly I'm not uh, uh, just a blanket populist or anything, and I, I don't diminish hierarchies or intelligence or anything like that. But I think, um, as as Thomas Sowell said, uh, there's like a great many of the world's biggest tragedies. Uh, very very few of them have ever been caused by the world uh, village idiot, and many of them by the village genius. And so yeah. I think uh, I do. You know, I, I respect intelligence, but I also fear intelligence up to a point. I don't think that he necessarily has that uh, fear. I'm not sure that you would yeah. necessarily agree with me on that either, but uh, that's that would be yeah. my view. Yeah, he, I mean, he's the you know the idea that Romney is, um, you know, the idea that he doesn't. I mean, it's a point that some people will say this point where it's like if you make fun of like white rednecks or something, uh, people will say, Oh, like even people on Twitter will say like, you won't say it about, you know, urban black. Well, I mean, I will say it about urban blacks, but like to other people, they you will, will say, say it about anybody. I, I'm not saying you won't. Yeah, exactly. But I understand people who would, who will just attack one of them because sometimes it's just like what you're exposed to. Right. Yeah. Like I spent a lot of time attacking right wiggers and people are like, Oh, you're virtue signaling. You love the, try to get these leftists to like you. Yeah. Like that's like, that's, that's worked out so well. Right. It's, it's right. just that like, I'm exposed to like a lot of dumb right wingers on Twitter. Right. And the, the, you know, I'm not exposed to dumb left wingers <laughs> on Twitter. When I, when I, you have reached the end of the, the free recording for this episode of Clown Car. Yes, to listen to the rest of the episode, please consider becoming a paid subscriber.